you have been irrelevant all year, all year. And only and only MLB adding wildcard teams is the only thing that has kept you even in any way connected to any relevance at all. I like Farhan. He's nice. He's a nice nerd, but he's a nerd. And he's maybe the worst salesperson in the history of, of sales. He's constantly over-promising and under-delivering to Giants fans at every turn. Um, as far as Kapler goes, I mean, he's got to be the most unlikable manager of all time. I mean, you almost cannot find a player who who's played for him that will compliment him on the record. Um, I think he's equal parts nauseating narcissist, a wannabe intellectual, and one of the most disingenuous people I've ever come across in 30 years of covering Bay Area sports. And other than that, he's hold awesome. On, hold on, though. But, Larry, other than that, honestly, if you told me, so you get to choose. Only one goes, the other stays. I'm keeping Kapler. And I'm not saying you're wrong about a single thing you just said. He's an odd duck for sure. But I'm keeping Kapler and getting rid of Farhan. Farhan's the problem. Farhan has ignited a level of boring algorithm that is, I mean, the San Francisco Giants are like rooting for calculus. It's like rooting for trigonometry. He is. He sets everything in place. So I hear what you're saying, but he's more, he at least has some likability as a person around him. I, I've been in the dugout. I've, I've been at spring training. I've seen the way the players interact around Cap. I've seen the way the coaches interact around Cap. I've seen the way the, the media has tiptoed around him. The manager, in a lot of ways in baseball, is part, especially on a faceless, nameless bunch like the Giants, right. becomes the face. And the Giants can't have Gabe Kapler as their public face. I mean, my God, he's the most unlikable guy there is. And and I and people are like, what did he do to you, Krug? Nothing. He's just fake. And 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 I, I've never met a player who said, you know what? I really love Gabe. And I've never really even met a player who said that I really love Gabe Farhan. They there are players that feel like they're effective, but I've never heard anybody actually say that they really think they're they they really like these guys. There's no conviction. Um, so I don't know. I mean, to me, they came in as a, as a tandem. They should go out as a tandem. Probably actually, they didn't come in as a tandem because he had Bochi, but I mean, Farhan handpicked Gabe. Um, I, I, to me, they both should go. I, the one thing I can say in Gabe's, uh, or in, uh, Farhan's, uh, you know, corner is that he's got Patrick Bailey. He did draft Patrick Bailey. Bailey is a great young catcher. They do have more prospects in their farm system than they had during the Bobby Evans end of the Sabian era. So there is some, um, there's something to, to Farhan's methodology in the minor leagues. I think in an ideal world, he's like the director of player development, or he's like a farm director, or he's like, you know, somebody in your system that helps your, your farm system, but he should not be the, he should not be the architect, right? He should be a behind closed doors accountant, not the forward facing money manager, you know, like Billy had him in the right spot, right? He did. He did. And the Dodgers had him in the right spot, right? He's it was over, Friedman's show, but Farhan was the guy making some smart decisions behind the behind closed doors. But um, I mean, more than anything, the at the end of the day, sports is supposed to be entertainment. Okay, um, you know, he, he, um, ESPN was the you know entertain sports and entertainment. 
that's part of inter- right i mean um you got to be entertaining i mean it's like if you're not entertaining you have no audience the giants at best have been effective at times um and it's just it's it it's it's a it's a t- it's a tough watch um how many times can farhan possibly say you know, talk up what they're going to do at a trade deadline. He should never be listened to again. He's the boy that cried wolf. I mean, literally, Giants fans were okay to not expect a whole lot until Farhan started talking in June, going, "Yeah, we're going to do everything in our power at the trade deadline. We're going to do this. We're going to do that." You got AJ Pollock, and and he got no hits, and you cut him like AJ six Pollock. weeks later. And what did he do? He plugged a hole that Elliot Ramos could have could have filled. I mean, it's just. This, you know, the promotion, the demotion, their back and forth, the incremental improvements, they're, they've created a chaotic feel around their club because nobody knows if they're coming or going. Uh, it's an, it, They've got some young players. I mean, who doesn't see that the Giants' positive story this year was the emergence of the young players? And instead of going with it and leaning into it, they kept hedging and going back to these right. Slaters and Yazes, and it's like those guys are stopgap until you got the Elliot Ramoses and the Luis Matoses. Once you had those guys, Matos and Ramos and Bailey and and you know uh, Sch- Schmidt and all these guys ready to roll, go with them and take your lumps. And who cares where you finish? Give them experience now. You got to keep Jimmy, you know, Jimmy Jack and those guys back and forth. I mean, they just sent Kyle Harrison down the other day. I, to me, I don't get that. Like when you got a guy who's clearly got major league stuff and you give him a taste of major league action, if he's got self-confidence about him, just say, kid, just pitch through the licks that you're taking. This year is a little squirrely for everyone. So, you know, just we're, we're going to keep you up here to send him back. It's just it's I don't get it. I really don't get it. Well, here, here's the other I mean, the, I mean, Tom Glavin's a 300 win pitcher, Hall of Famer. Right. Tom Glavin came up in 1987 with the Braves. He went 2 and 4 with a 554. 1988, he comes up with he gets his first full year in the big leagues. He's 22. He goes 7 and 17. They didn't send him down. They let him figure it out. What did he do the next year? 14 and 8. 2 years later, he's winning 20 games in a row, 3 years in a row. And on on his way to a Hall of Fame career. The, it takes a while to figure it out. If you never let these guys ever figure it out, um, and you don't—it's not like they have to figure it out in Sacramento. It doesn't like they have to be banished to the minor leagues to figure it out. Well, and what this team, Larry, doesn't know about pitching is just about everything when it comes to developing a starting pitcher. The yeah. Verducci piece. It was, oh, I know Verducci uh, crushed him. A straight-up takedown on the way you go about managing a pitching staff and treating them like grown men. And he basically said, you know, giant starters are asked to not lose games. They're not asked to win them. And then they go with this weird concept of opener, Logan Webb. Look, this guy ate a ton of innings this year. He leads the major leagues in quality starts. I've been calling him Matt Kane Part 2 Electric Boogaloo all year because he's good enough to intimidate his own lineup. There's way too many moving parts. You can talk about the matchups that they win, but the truth is no one has ever correctly reinvented Major League Baseball. You can introduce a new idea or a new trend, but when you try to reinvent the game, you go nowhere fast, and that's where, to me, Farhan and company have created the biggest crime of their in- entire you know, regime. They're trying 
to Tampa Bay Ray, a team that has decided decades ago to not be like that. Don't don't play like that. It's like this team watched the three World Series seasons under Bochi and said, well, let's stop doing that. Let's have let's stop having our starting pitching define us and our defense define us in favor of all these little candy ass matchups where you got a a a fraction of a percent chance better with this guy than that guy, even though that guy is riding a five for eight streak with two home runs. He's got to sit down today. I mean, it just it's so stupid. It's just unbelievable. Verducci put the absolute perfect words to describe this entire regime, and it's in the first sentence of his article. Tedious but efficient. Yeah. Baseball is entertainment. Fun. It cannot be tedious. It cannot be tedious. Especially, the Giants are tedious. Especially with the new rules and the new clock, and that's another thing that Verducci, I think, correctly pointed out, too, that, you know, Farhan is supposed to be his greatest strength is market inefficiencies and being a step ahead of trends. Farhan got caught flat-footed on the trend of speeding up baseball because of the clock. And the Giants have the slowest team in the National League by far, one of the three slowest teams in the entire major league uh, system. I mean, they're Plus just... They're not, they're, they're, they've they're got a bloated payroll just with bad decisions. They inherited a bloated payroll, and now they've created their own bloated payroll. They're, they're, they, they were supposed to be the answer to the bloated payroll, and now they're just a boring version of the bloated payroll. They overpaid Manaya. They overpaid Stripling. They overpaid Di Scafani. They overpaid Jock Peterson. Right, guys They're paying all these donkeys in. huge dollars, and the team is a colossal bore. And guess what? Their fans have tuned them out, and they've done it very politely because it's San Francisco. See, in Philly or one of these towns across Boston, they rake you. And they drag you, and they call the sports radio, and they're the Red Sox, the Phillies. Here, guess what they do? They just go on a bike ride with their wife. You know, (laughs) here they they don't bother calling sports radio. They just, you know, they go play catch in the front yard with their kid. It took the people. It's the silent. That's the silent. Uh, you know, criticism of Giants fans. They're not engaged like they used to be. And I, if you don't believe me, go look at any comment section on that Verducci article. Go look at the comments that, that you got on your video. When I make this video this morning and I, and I take, and I absolutely destroy them, go read the comments. And what you're going to read in those comments, I turned this team off a year ago. Right. I'm not. There's like giant fans without anybody calling for a boycott. There's giants fans announcing that they have invented their own boycott. How stupid is Charles Johnson and the people that run this team that they're just going to ignore that? And you're going to, before this nightmare, tedious, ugly season that where you're in playoff contention, but nobody, you really have no shot in hell. You're already saying these guys are coming back. Well, guess what? Guess who isn't coming back? Me. I'm not coming back. And neither are lots and lots of fans. And they'll just sit it out with their hands, with their with their money. They may watch a game here. They may listen there. They may dabble in it a little bit. But they're not wed to you, and they're not fired up about you. They're not excited about Gabe. They're not excited about Farhan. Um, it, it's you know not to mention all these. 
We're going after Judge. Dragged by the nose. Denied. We're going after Correa. Dragged by the nose. We're going after Stanton. We're going after Harper. We're going after... If I hear one person related to the Giants even say the either the word Shohei or Otani, I literally am going to drop him with a right. I'm just going to be like, shut the fuck up. He ain't coming here. All right? Stop. 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 And all these people going, well, here's the other delusion. I've heard I heard this the other day as I was listening to the Giants leader driving down the road. Well, you know what? Maybe the better fit would be Cody Bellinger. You're not getting either. You're not getting Bellinger or Otani. You know, you're going to get nothing and like it. So get used to it. This whole, well, maybe they're not going to get Otani now, but they'll get Bellinger. No, they're not. They're not getting these guys. Sounds nobody like wants to play for Gabe. Nobody wants to live in. Nobody wants to live in Northern California in a downtown ballpark where they got to step over needles and and homeless people. And it's just it's a it's a shit show, and everybody knows it. You Farhan, the only truth that we've actually heard from this organization was when Farhan came out and admitted publicly that players don't even want to come visit them to consider their multi million dollar offer because their wives don't want to be here. These guys, the most of these ball players are conservative. They come out of Arizona. They're coming out of Florida. Their wives make the decision. They're watching video of feces and needles and all kinds of stuff in San Francisco. I guarantee you the Giants have to overpay to win over the wives of Major League Baseball players. Those are the people that ultimately make the decision. And, and, and nobody's going to separate from their family. It's too long of a season. Maybe in, in other sports they would separate from their family. Hey, honey, you want you live here and you just come in for no, it's a baseball season. It's too long. So what do they do? They're like, well, we're gonna have to move there. And this award they don't want to live here. None of these people want to live here. They don't want to play for this manager. They don't want to live in this city. They, you know, they don't want to they don't they they can read Verducci and they can see it's tedious. Why do they want to play on a team that's tedious? And why do you want to be the one star on a team that's gonna finish middle of the pack so what everybody can say how disappointing you are and if you're selling postseason in a world series run you can't sell that you haven't even won a playoff series in this entire regime i mean it's just it's it's unfreaking believable if i own this team i literally i would i would fire everybody and i would go bring usher in a whole new era I would lean on some of the past. I I want I want smart, tough, passionate winners, not not guys with you know Apple watches who are eating you know eating in the dugout all throughout September. And and I, I tweeted that earlier today. You know, Kapler, Kapler's eating in the dugout, and people are like, Whoa, "There's a million things you could rake him over the coals for eating in the dugout." That's unprofessional. That's unprofessional. I can't tell you how upset. It made the Giants executives when they would see a manager eating in the dugout in years gone by. Now I tune in the other day. He's drinking a Starbucks in the in the dugout. He's you know he's munching an apple in the dugout. I mean Kapler, Kapler's got to go, man. I mean Kapler's got to go. When you're eating in the dugout, it's time to go. I'm going to tell you right now, Larry. You don't need to tape. Uh, any giant video, I, I can just send you the raw footage of the last 15 minutes of our conversation. I mean, There's your video right there. Seriously. Uh, it would get tons of hits. Rock a new era. Rock a new era 84 says Larry with a steel chair. 
Look at you, man. You are fired up about this. I brought it up. I'm a Giants fan, and I'm really upset by this because you know what? They didn't. They they the whole this whole regime is built on a fucking lie, and the lie was that Bochy doesn't want to do this anymore. Sabes doesn't want to do this anymore. Those guys gave you three World Series, and you kicked them to the curb for this. But what might be the saving grace, the only way to grab a billionaire asshole by the balls is to threaten them with money. And the fact that one in four Giants fans who would show up in 2016 is no longer showing up, maybe that will get them off their couch and think we need to rethink this whole thing because that is the only thing that these owners really understand. Whether the Giants win or lose games kind of irrelevant i mean let's be honest it's kind of irrelevant well they're it's making, it, making, you know it's in just you know the overall franchise value increasing by the day they're making money hand over fist so i mean it's 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 frustrating damon because yeah. you know what the people on this team are have been already put in such an ideal financial position by the people that by the management that preceded this that they own their own ballpark it's all pure profit they're making hand o- they're making money hand over fist even if there's even if the seats are empty they're still making a ton so they they they're renovating the entire south part of the city the eastern waterfront from the ballpark to candlestick will all be renovated in the next you know in the in, in the in the waning years of our lifetime um you know uh, in the next four decades it's all and, and they own all of it so it's like you know what it, it doesn't the, the urgency to win it's like eh, I've got I do I need to win I've look at here I got three rings I already right. got three rings I only have four fingers you here's know the I thing mean? none of you got three rings no one involved with this team anymore except for Brandon Crawford has three rings right and we might not see uh, Brandon Bear Crawford. has three rings huh Larry Bear has three rings Larry Bear has three rings but I don't think the he's Jackets ownership to- group has three rings and they got money in the bank let me ask and, and then at this point it's like to sit there and keep going down this road it's like you know what there's I you I'm gonna say something here that I would n- I've never said before and I firmly believe it I could do better I could do better Larry Kruger lifetime talk show host I could do better I, if 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 they if they threw a if they do a if they threw a holiday fogger in the in the Giants corporate offices and everything died in three years in three three days I should say and there was nothing and I had to build the thing from the ground up I could do better a talk show host just simply on passion baseball knowledge and and knowing what got them the three titles beforehand seeing that template living through it. Larry Kruger could do better. You know, Larry, I dude, I didn't know this was in you anymore, man. I thought that the Giants, had, it, like you had died a little on the inside. And the I haven't seen you this fired up about anything in over. You know how years. passionate I am. My my late father, uh, George Kruger, brought me to Giants games when I was four years old. I used to get on the ballpark bus. I used to get on the El Terravel. I lived in the Sunset, El Terravel to 19th, 19th Avenue. I probably rubbed shoulders with Larry Bear on the ballpark bus going out to the ballpark. I was going out there with my, with my brother in like <laughs> 1975. I'm super passionate about the Giants. I would be, I'm so turned off 
by Kapler, Farhan, and this this bean counting regime that I've just I, I have I haven't boycotted. I watch. I still watch. I tape every game. I try to watch it, but it's the equivalent of video Nyquil. I'm so. I'm so proud to be a San Franciscan and so proud to be a Giants fan, and I would never root for any other team, but I'm so done with this group. And, you know, it's just I'm so done with a tedious. Tedious is what it's been, Virginia and it needs to end. Mutual fund. He said it's like rooting for a mutual fund. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there you go. That's it. I mean, and and Verducci is not a henchman. No, he's not like one of these guys that every year Verducci drags somebody. No, 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 he doesn't. He the fact that Tom Verducci would even write this article tells you where you sit in the baseball hierarchy. And and how many more failed free agent runs do you need to see firsthand before you're going to realize that the baseball uh, the baseball world does not like nor respect what you got going on here. This city needs us, Larry. Thank God we're on YouTube. Seriously, thank, Seriously. thank God we had this conversation today. And by you way- imagine if we if we had had this segment on KMBR, oh my God, there'd be Larry Bear would literally be running up Second Street. <laughs> You know what? But get him off! Get him off! I hear people canceling. Get him off! Do something. Make up a lie. I don't care. Did you see what the ticket office did to what? What son of Johnny Lamaster? You know, yes, very, yes, very, very familiar. Good guy. Uh, account. Very, very good guy. Diehard Giants fan. The guy is not a ticket broker. He's a season ticket holder who goes to about 20, 25 games a year. He sells off the rest to pay for oh. the season tickets, and he's selling them all off. All those tickets he's selling off are under face value. They flagged him and basically said, "We're re- we're revoking your tickets, and if we catch you doing this again, we won't even." Even refund you for you. I mean, what the fuck is that way to treat a, 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 a multiple decade long season ticket holder going back to candlestick? I know it's unbelievable. By the way, send me this video. I will put this out. Maybe I won't even do my video. Maybe I'll just let this stand now, but I'm, I'm, I'm disgusted. I don't, I don't, per, you know, nobody's personally done anything to me. I've got a lot of, that's the other thing. It really bugs me when you have passion about something it, immediately, it's like, well, what did Gabe do to you? He didn't do anything to me. He's just an idiot. I mean, I, 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 I've got nothing. What did Farhan do to you? Nothing. Nothing except for take over the baseball team that I like and hold it hostage with all these no-names and, you know, sitting there Dixon machadoing me to death with all these no-name, you know, minor leaguers and this parade of crap. I, I just want to see a decent team. Now you had players coming out of your farm system, but, you know, it's like, I, I just get the feeling that they're never going to get there. It has been it has been tedious. Um, uh, normally, I look at the last day of the baseball season, regular season, as a sad day. This year, it's like get it over with. <sighs> Thank God. <laughs> oh God. And the last thing any real Giants fan wants to see is to see them just get absolutely destroyed in the playoffs. I mean, come on. Nothing screams we don't belong louder than the Giants. The, and and if you and people, I've said, hey, you know, the people have quit. The players have quit playing for Kapler. People are like, no, they haven't. They just got swept by the Colorado Rockies in a doubleheader. <laughs> are you telling me they haven't quit? They they have long since quit.
30, is, that 2021 season is the aberration of hell from hell. Totally. Oh my God, that what what's that? That that is like the mo- biggest aberration. That probably is the biggest sports aberration of our entire life, regardless of sport. You know what, Larry? You know what it is? It's proof that sometimes math lies. I mean, it really is. Well, it's, it's, it's a proof that Buster and Belt and Longoria and Crawford, all those guys had bounce back years. And by the way, who brought all those guys into the into the organization? Sabes, the guy yeah. that you the guy that you said retired. Only that now he's not retired and he's in New York. But Boach retired. Oh, but he's not retired. He's managing in Texas. I mean that that right there is disgusting. By the that way, really is, that would be like firing Bill Walsh and replacing him with Chip Kelly. <laughs> Seriously, uh, why don't we fire Steve Kerr and and replace him with some analytic dork? You know, sitting 19 rows back. I mean, come on. I mean, that's the, that's what the Giants have done here. I'm going to leave you with this. 33 days until the Warriors tip off. So I guess that's a good enough place to leave this one. God, you don't need our jersey, baby. Superman. They didn't do it, did they? They better not. They're going to do it. That's, uh, I'm doing a video on that this morning, too. If he takes, this afternoon away, if he takes away a single minute from Trace Jackson Davis, we're going to have problems. <laughs> I do love Trace Jackson Davis. I you do love, love Trace, Trace Jackson, Jackson Davis. Davis. I, the question we is, were, Steve Kerlo, you, Trace you and I were on the air together when uh, when Trace Jackson Davis trade came down. We we reacted in real time. That was a great moment. It was a great moment. This was a great moment. This was a show. We were just talking a little bit about uh, 49ers and Giants. The conversation pivoted to San Francisco Giants, and I have a level of not since Pete Happy, Pedro Feliz uh, level of anger from from Larry Kruger brewing over here. I'm really glad that we got into your Giants rant, San Francisco Did you like my reenactment of uh, Larry Bear running up 2nd Street? Get him off! Get him off! <laughs> Here's the thing, though. What could he even say that you just said was wrong? I mean, he's got to be as concerned looking at that ballpark as anybody. Because, you know, here's the thing. All the Larry, Larry, give me a call, bro. Give me a call. I will help you out. Uh, you know, the- Larry was the guy who had no, no, I mean, Larry is a talented guy. But he's not a baseball guy. No. And yet he ran this organization in 1992 with Peter McGowan. And look what happened. They need a new Larry Bear, and I'm their guy. I'm their I guy. Larry. I, could, I could literally... I could, I could, I'll take the calls. I'll front this thing. I'll get us back on track. I, I promise you, you give me this opportunity. I will put us back on track. So next year, instead of the team slogan being nothing like it, the team slogan should be another Larry, <laughs> right? Another Larry giants, baseball, another Larry. And <laughs> <laughs> no, it would be, Hey, Larry Kruger's here. He has no experience, but it ain't tedious. It ain't tedious. It won't be tedious. It won't be tedious. It won't be tedious. I'm going to tell you right now, if I manage in baseball these days, I would have a fast team, and I would be running. I mean, I, I would start the merry-go-round out there on those base pads, man. I wouldn't be waiting around if I were the Giants for the three-run home run that never comes. God. Where's the athletes? Where's the speed? Where's the power? What happened to when the Giants come to town? It's bye-bye, baby. Where's that? Where is it? It's 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 not in a lot of inning breaks. Now it's like, hey, the Giants have one guy who's worth watching, but Cap pinch hit for pinch ran for him in the fourth. 
hey, at least you've got, you know, summer Sundays talking you through. <laughs> <laughs> and on that hard-hitting show right there, man. On that note, Larry. Uh, fair or foul? <laughs> fair or foul? <laughs> Have a great day today. Have a great day. Get down to Levi's. We'll talk tomorrow. 8 a.m., baby. Sell them one more time. Tell them what we're doing tomorrow morning, Larry. Palmetto Superfoods, 8 a.m., the, the 49er wake-up for, wake with Damon and myself. We're going at it in the morning. Hopefully, we talk about a Niner win. Otherwise, we'll be losing our shit, screaming and yelling. But either way, it'll be entertaining, and uh, you guys will all be there for it. I can't wait. And I'll be – you think I look bad today? You know, this is after a full night of rest. I mean, tomorrow I'm going to be like, be like barely hanging, I'm sitting here. I probably have like one of those hats that gives me like a straw that. This is. <laughs> I mean, Larry, there, there's shows I expect to get out of you. And then there's whatever the hell just happened today. <laughs> Outstanding. You take care, brother. Later, man.